Good morning. It is Monday, August 24th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. I hope you had a good weekend. We started this podcast on March 23rd, so yesterday marks five months as a ministry. We started the Commuter Devotional right as people were beginning to get locked down from coronavirus and weren't able to commute to work at all. While our vision is that this podcast can be played while our listeners are commuting to work, our mission is much larger. Our aim is to help people form a habit of engaging God daily in scripture and prayer before the busyness of the day begins. We have done that now for 110 episodes, and let's do that again today. Let me read our passage, I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is 1 John chapter 5, verses 1-5. through 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of Him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God, and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Let's pray together. Good morning, Heavenly Father. As we begin our day, we want to do it the right way. We want to do it with your word before us and you leading us. So, Lord, be with us as we consider your words to us today. Amen. Well, just like that, we are getting super close to finishing 1 John. Today we begin the last chapter. And if you remember back, our plan is to go right through 1 John, into 2 John, and into 3 John. Both 2nd and 3rd John are only one chapter long each, so our time in this Epistles of John sort of trilogy is just about halfway through now. In our passage today, John has moved out of his long passage on love, and now is beginning to close the letter. Like a lot of New Testament authors, he does this slowly and in steps. So if you remember back, most of this book has been about loving one another and how our love for one another is proof that we are children of God. And in our passage today, John gives us a new marker of those who are children of God, and it's the marker of obedience. He starts by restating in an eloquent way that we are to love one another in Christ. But in verse 2, John says, By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. So you can see the transition in the building blocks that John has laid out. We must love each other, and now we find out that the way that we can have assurance that we are loving each other the way that God wants us to is by loving God and obeying His commandments. In verse 3, he clarifies, For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. Obedience lies at the heart of our love to one another and to our love of God. Some people, and Even, I've heard it in Christian circles, have called the Bible a book of rules. And the way they say it, they say it like the laws and the rules and commandments of God are put in place to bind us and restrict us from freedom. But this passage today 
sort of says the exact opposite. Do you guys remember back to when we spent a week in Matthew doing the Beatitudes? That passage was part of the Sermon on the Mount and was a great example of exactly what John is talking about here. Jesus over and over again blesses qualities of those who are obedient to the Lord's commands. And while they may seem restrictive, the blessing is so much more worth it. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 2 through 12, Jesus gives nine different blessings to folks who display characteristics of those who walk in obedience to the Lord. And in none of those situations would anyone say that these people are restricted. I remember when I was doing my undergraduate work, I had to write a whole paper on whether or not I felt that the laws of God in the Old Testament were loving or controlling. And after thinking through it with my wife and some friends, I wrote that the law of God was freedom. Though the laws do restrict certain things, the purpose of the law was to guide people towards holiness and towards God, in whom true freedom is found. Similarly, in our passage today, John is uplifting obedience to God and His commandments and says straight away, These laws should not be burdensome. God is our God and the joy of our hearts. We should be rushing to obey His commands and not gripe when we must take a stand for obedience. My friends, as we go today, do we have hearts that leap at the chance to obey God and His commands? Do we gripe when we are asked to disobey God's commands, but no, it is the right thing to do just to obey them? Do we see His commands towards us as burdensome, or do we delight to see ourselves as children of God? and delight to pursue holiness, even if it costs us some temporary, fleeting joy. As we go today, let's play for the Azeris in Azerbaijan and Georgia. Let's pray together. Our God and our Father, thank you for your word to us today. In this passage, you recapture for us what we've been learning in the book and then you stack on just another truth. And God, it's a convicting one. We love to think that we are lovers of other people, but to stop and consider if that love is expressed in the right way is difficult. God, help us to be lovers of your commands, lovers of holiness. Help us delight in obeying you, Father. God, help us not to see your book, your word to us as burdensome. God, while this world might be tempting, and there might be things that seem like immense joy, if they contradict your law, God, help us to see them as lesser. Help us to be lovers of your word and of your law. Help us to be obedient. God, as we close out this Monday, and like we do every Monday, we pray for global missions. God, we realize that you are a global God. You recreated all peoples. And so today we pray for the Aziris in Azerbaijan. Lord, I know I had a close personal friend who served in Azerbaijan for many years. Lord, and I know that you love those people. So God, as they are still locked down from this virus, 
God bless the efforts of your church just taking to social media to spread the gospel. It's weird that in times of calamity and crisis and pandemic, your people just want to proclaim the truth. And so bless the folks there who are doing exactly that. We pray for the Aziris, that for your children there will be called out by the truth being sent forth on social media. God, we love you. As we go today, be with us and bless us. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.